0: Oh yeah, we are... you are alive. We are alive.
1: Okay, welcome to episode 60 of First Frames First. My name is Adrien Constantin I'm
2: Jason. Today, I, I swear to God, one of these days we're going to find out <laughs> why? why he's named Adrien. Uh, uh, but uh, today we have a really special guest and actually um, really... We we roll in a lot of the same circles. We we're film people out of Kitchener Waterloo. Yep. Um. And we're gonna we're gonna get to hear all about his story. Um. But uh, we know a lot of the same people, but we never had a chance to hang out. We've uh, never met. I've never no. met. Yeah. This is so uh, this th- is the first. This is this is Dan McLeod. Do you go by Dan? Yep. Dan McLeod, uh, founder of this year's uh, first. Annual Kitchener Waterloo Film Festival. Yes, um, which which I uh, had the privilege of watching the short film uh, night of it. So we'll get into that. Um, but uh, welcome Dan.
0: Oh, well, thanks for having me. And you gave me beer, so uh, we're
1: best friends now. Yeah, excellence. That's, That's the way we roll. Who are we? Nobodies. Speak for yourself. Okay,
2: we're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films.
1: Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe
2: maybe we can learn a thing or two.
1: Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking
2: beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films,
1: failing our way to success.
2: Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first.
1: So... I'd just like to congratulate you on starting a film festival in Kitchener-Waterloo. Thank you very much. It's amazing. And I just, I don't know, like this is not coming from any place of experience or anything like that. Mm. But I feel like, I feel like it was something that was really needed in Kitchener-Waterloo. Now, I say that and we have a film festival called the Grand River Film Festival, Mm -hmm. but it always felt so disconnected from any of the local filmmakers. Yes and what you're doing with all it's i when i saw because i was i was looking after my kids that night so i apologize for not making it up to the short film night but when you have a room full of local filmmakers i don't know i feel like you're doing the right thing Mm
0: -hmm. i that's that was definitely uh, the goal for it like you can go to griff or any other film festival and still watch a lot of great films and see other you know you know connect with other film lovers but if you want to I'm I'm a filmmaker myself, and I like to watch films and talk about films with other filmmakers and to showcase each other's work. It just seems to be seem like a like the next logical step. We we yeah. we've done smaller uh, ones of these before, just with the local filmmakers. But uh, I think it's important to show the community, like, hey, we 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 exist, you know. Mm-hmm. We we can and we make a lot of great stuff. So check it out,
2: amazing. So I guess I guess let's. Let's really dive... I, I'm really interested to dive into this and then, then let's jump back and hear about you because, I mean, that's less exciting. But... But... Uh, joke. How, <laughs> hey, totally. thanks 100%. for inviting me around. You're going to no, s- no, poke me with a stick. But uh, when did you start thinking about doing the Kitchener-Waterloo Film test? Like, how long from... I think I would like to do this thing.
0: I think it was almost exactly a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like most of my projects, I started it probably around 3 in the morning, in my, alone in my office, drunk. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh But whenever like, the ideas comes to me, then I yeah. tell other people about it, and then, like, oh, shit, I've now committed myself to something when I sober up, and, well, yeah. I guess I'm going for it. Cool. Yeah.
1: And so did you... How did you approach the cinemas when you when you were first going to do this? What was the first step?
0: First step was uh, contacting John Tut of the Princess Cinema. I knew that's mm-hmm. where I wanted to go, and because I had never done anything quite this big before, I knew that he was the man to talk to. Mm-hmm. So like, he met with me almost right away, and he kind of guided me through the uh, well. It's, you make sure you have this, this, and this. Like here's your checklist. Come back in six months when you have those things. Right. Oh wow and uh, and
2: i did so yeah. i and did did you have a did you have any what were some of the ideas uh, right from the beginning was it just like i want to showcase local people's work i want to compete with grand river um there's another film festival in town uh, deep, deep cut, cut? Yep. deep cut film festival they are uh,
0: july I, th- I want to say 13th i got to double check i hope people go so they're doing their third year last year and but
2: they are more uh, experimental, horror-y type yeah, yeah, stuff. And, yeah, they ran out of the registry in
0: Kitchener. And uh, yeah, it's it's cool indie stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, from the branding, right from the beginning, I knew I had to make everything look accessible. And I didn't want to compete with Griff, because at the time, I thought Griff was dead. They had taken a year off, and I hadn't heard anything, so I had assumed... Yeah, it was done. Yeah, like, okay, well, so as far as I concerned, was concerned, there was no other film festival around except for deep cut, which it was doing its own thing. Right. Uh, So once I started getting going and then I found out Griff was back, I was like, well, um, (laughs) you know, I'm already in. Right. And, uh, but we were different enough anyway with that, the hard local, local aim that I didn't think it really made a difference. It wasn't really a lot of overlap. There was maybe some, I know there, there was some chatter on the internet about the, the people seeing it as competition mm-hmm. and that's never what i wanted to do I yeah mean, we're a big enough city we, we can have multiple film festivals without stepping on each other's the toes
1: tri, yeah the tri-cities has enough people you can totally oh yeah. definitely yeah that no this is amazing and so what was the what was the next step what was one of the toughest things that john gave you to do in starting a film festival like we we have no idea what are some of the hoops you got to jump through um
0: hoops well, a lot of the hoops I just cut out because I decided uh, I wasn't going to bother with it for my first year. One of them was uh, grants and funding and all that. I decided yeah. everything's out of Ooh. my own pocket. That's a mountain. Yeah. So I first was budgeting, basically how much am I prepared to lose and <laughs> and start with there. And that is everything well, in theory, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I put, I don't even pro- how much did I put into this? I think I lost total about a grand, which is not bad. That's not Um, terrible. With um, them, like, because you collect fees with uh, like film submissions and and ticketing and all that, but your money goes away quick when you're doing uh, advertisements and rentals and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and a million other things. And we had so many submissions; actually, had to pay other people to go through all the films and and help me with ranking. I didn't watch them all; it was impossible. So, I know there are, wow. there are people messaging me like, hey, so why wasn't my film selected? I'm sorry, man. I never saw it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I just... This is...
1: And, and in fact, what you're talking about is something that we hear echoed with the bigger film festivals. Mm-hmm. Like, people often will talk about how there's so many submissions to film festivals that the festivals can't... They don't have enough people or, ma- or hours in the day to watch all the submissions.
0: I was quite amazed with that. Wow. Uh, yeah. Just, just the volume. And... The diversity and the kind of stuff people get but my i think the biggest takeaway is kw has a very distinct uh style within its filmmakers oh really and i don't know if it's intentional but it's always the films are always a little weirder <laughs> than, yeah. than others uh, weirder in a different way they're there's sort of like a, a joyful darkness
1: to them that's cool yeah i love that there's a distinct sort of pattern or like a an identity that comes out of kitchen and waterloo that's in, that's exciting mm-hmm. a joyful dark
0: i think that's the best way <laughs> i can joyful put it dark, yeah. a
1: joyful darkness
2: that's Amazing. cool but, um you you did you start early on saying because I, I think i remember reading that you were like 30 30 30 percent or something yeah. like a one-third 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 did you have that idea at the beginning or was it more like you were like, well, let's just see what happens.
0: Oh, it was uh, from the beginning. That was my intention. I think we got pretty close to it, at least in terms of um, time. We Our international submissions that we showed were longer uh, in general than the local stuff. So I think we so had more local filmmakers. It was,
2: it was a th- a third of the time was local filmmakers from KW yeah. region. A third of it was Na- national. National, yeah. National. And a third, filmmakers. a third was international filmmakers. That's so. right. Yeah.
0: Uh, originally, I was hoping to do just a number of, of submitters would be even, but I kind of bent my own rules on that, where like I really wanted to show uh, a couple of those international films, mm-hmm. so that kind of meant mm-hmm. rejigging my own rules. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but I'm glad I did it. People really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, so, and, you, and you made the rules. That's true. So you can totally rejig them whenever you want. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Because I'm the boss. And you did... Uh, so just, just run us through what was... Um, first night was was it just the first night with shorts
0: yeah the first night was shorts uh the second night we had uh there are three feature films so we had our international film photograph uh we tried to do a live q a with the director beforehand so i'm sitting at the front of the the cinema my laptop connected to the the projector and I'm turning on the Skype call and I'm getting nothing and the audience is just staring at me wondering what's going on <laughs> and he never picked up so like well, uh, okay here's the movie now uh, and uh he missed it unfortunately he wasn't able to, to take that call but he apologized uh and then for our national feature we had Giant Little Ones and the director or the producer of that gave us a pre-recorded uh message for to play in for the audience for the festival uh mm-hmm. she's a uh, she uh, went to school here. She spent a lot of time in KW. She wanted to make it, she, but she has... Oh, well, she's a full-time filmmaker, so she's, like, always on on the go. And then we had uh, Finding John Linkwood for a national feature. And I went with that one because it was the most Kitchener thing, like, I could have gone with. It's like, this is, a, like, a KW architect. Here's a bunch of KW yeah. people and KW history. And I was like, in, for a Kitchener-Waterloo film festival first go... I think this is the way to go. And, mm-hmm. and Dwight did show up for mm-hmm. a Q&A, and that was cool. Very and, cool. Yeah, and uh, the Sunday was the um, the live band soundtrack to Planet of the Vampires. So we had the VOC silent film Harmonic out, and they did a live score to that. So we had the subtitles
2: on. It was wicked. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's, that's really cool. Now, are these, all three of these films, people can go and watch them now? Are they out on VOD, do you know, or
0: uh photograph i think is getting a a bigger release i know the princess is going to have it might already have it now or it's going to have it in about a week oh. giant little ones i don't know i was surprised i got it um they're like i don't know where it's playing and mm-hmm. i hopefully somewhere soon because it was one of my the favorite things i've seen in quite a while and finding john lingwood i think I guess you'd have to talk to uh, to dwight on that on the distribution mm. That. Yeah, I'm not sure. In the short films, it's up to each director, you know. Everyone like some are behind like firewalls and paywalls, but you know, maybe I can show you later in secret and try not to get sued. We'll see. I think my <laughs> uh,
2: you um, the one that really surprised me, I think, was um, the one that won your best pick best short. I think it was like, suitcase.
0: Oh, suitcase! Yeah, that and, was and th- fantastic. Were those guys out of Toronto? They are. Yeah, they both and they both came down for the screening, which was great. And they won the Mizerkovich Award. <laughs> uh, oh, for the audience, the so, most.
2: So, explain it, it, the Mizerkovich yeah. Award. Now we have had Michael Mizerkovich on our show. That's right, the uh, Sex Panther, the Sex Panther episode. That's I can't right. remember which episode that was.
0: That sounds like a good episode. Yeah, it was. It was pretty funny. <laughs>
2: um, so yeah, we 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 know Mike pretty well, and he he actually. Uh, came out to play a, a monster and Shifted. Yeah. Um,
0: nice,
2: but uh, yeah, explain the Mizerkovich Award.
0: So the Mizerkovich Award is named after Michael Mizerkovich uh, because he's been in almost every, been involved in every uh, filmmaker around the region in some capacity. Uh, he like he'll volunteer his time and effort uh, to act in anything he can. He just loves it. So just for that, we made an award after him. And uh, the first of war, uh, version of that award was just a frame picture of him, <laughs> <laughs> of him smiling, and he just gave that. Out.
1: That's amazing.
0: And uh, so now uh, Mizerkovich makes the award himself. It's uh, he spray paints like a dollar store figurine gold and does some like sunglasses on it, uh, glues it to a hockey puck, and then makes little bathrobes wrap around because he always wears a bathrobe that's right he does wear robes so he really wears, really does he does it's like if someone saw it out of context you'd be like that's the crappiest looking <laughs> thing <laughs> but it's it's made with love and appreciation so people seem to like him
2: that's awesome. i like uh who did you you gave out three uh yes so so one was for the best picture and this 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 short film i don't know if people can see it but it's called suitcase and it's about uh, a mother who's sending her daughter from China maybe mm-hmm. to Toronto in a suitcase in an airplane. Hmm. Um and uh, I don't know what just happened there.
0: Maybe we just lose our feed. Maybe we did.
2: Oh, well, looks like it's still going. Still going? Cool. Um but uh, and so the 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 little girl calls her mom on the cell phone. As she's being like bumped around in the airport or whatever, and her mom's telling her like basically to imagine what's going on outside. There's pigs, there's puppies, everything's wonderful. You're being taken through the clouds on a dragon or something, and and it's a mixture of live action and animation, and oh, it's man, it, was, it this was sounds incredible. It was it it really was really really good. Holy smokes! Um, and then you know the little girl's imagination runs wild, and, and the great thing was it was like. um like a, just a little girl hugging um, like a little blue light in mm-hmm. just all blackness. Like she's in this, you know, uh, suitcase basically. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, really, really well done. It was it was very emotional and, and just very cute. Um,
0: yes, I was really impressed with that one. Um, and you, you see something that great and you're just like, I wonder what kind of pe- people made this. And you meet them like, oh, they're the most down to earth people on the planet. It was great. That's a mm-hmm. nice and humbling
2: it was nice to see. I see. Uh, I see. Danny's watching the show. So, hey, Danny. Hey. Uh, I uh, we got to see Plop Fiction again. Yeah. So that was. <laughs> I'll never forget watching that for the first time. <laughs> hey, Danny. I still have. Uh... Look, I still have your, your SD card. So uh, you know we've had it for uh, like a year. I don't know. One <laughs> of these days we're gonna we're gonna have Danny Bailey on the show. It's gonna be amazing. We'll give you and back your SD card. SD card. <laughs> then we're gonna borrow it again, probably. The next so, day, the next time we do Art of Eight Limbs, and then it'll uh, be that, and we'll have it another year. We'll talk to him again. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Um, what was some of your, uh, what 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 would you say was your biggest crowd?
0: That was definitely the first night. Um, with a uh, runner-up being the VOC uh, night. The it was so so for for the Saturday because you're you're showing with that one when you're just showing at least like main feature films general audiences just don't know the difference they're like oh it's a film festival or not the way they're often they're listed so you're competing hey and this is where we are competing with uh other stuff the princess is showing or other cinemas playing modern stuff so that's that's a harder sell and that's where the loss came from mm-hmm. i think most of it uh is from that so we're probably not going to do quite that style again uh i've already rejigged it we're gonna do something unique. I can't tell you about it yet. Uh, we're gonna always keep the short film aspect, and uh, and something special. Basically, something that's a bit of a gimmick or, mm-hmm. or a complete gimmick, but is still fun. Uh, general audiences will like it, and is will be engaging to the film, local filmmakers.
2: You had um, you had a I didn't stay, but I mm. did pop in. Mm-hmm. Um, but just off to the side, you had Torin Langdon's.
0: Oh, yeah, that's uh,
2: right. Super creepy exhibit. Uh, can you explain that a little yeah. bit? Yeah, so uh, Torin Langan... Sorry. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Do you remember when we went to... What What did we go see where Torin was there? At the Apollo? Um... Yeah. That wasn't our thing, was it?
1: No, no, no. It was... Anyways, that doesn't
2: matter, I suppose. But we, we were at the Apollo to see someone else's film. And, um... Torn was there. We got just chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, yeah, we're like, so what are you up to these days? And he's like, I don't know. I just, I'm making these giant weird puppets and masks and things. And <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet, but I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of sewing and working with buttons and just, you know, being creative. We're like, okay, listen, you have a great time. He's like, I'm going to, it's going to be something. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be great. I'm making these creatures. And then, whew, Something was happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Jump jump in.
0: (laughs) So Torin Langan made, I guess he called a short horror. I don't know if it's experiment. I guess experimental film called Offerings. It's about twenty-ish minutes long. Uh, Silent film, and uh, all in black and white. Very wide aspect ratio. Often treating it as if three different screens are going on, and sometimes Mm -hmm. merged together. Very unique. Very cool. Very textured looking. And it's like watching a nightmare. <laughs> it's it's great. And uh, they, himself and uh, others other bandmates, their band is called Pyre, did a score to it. And they just let the movie play again and again. And they just kept doing the score, like an improvised oh, wow. horror score. Uh, it was
2: cool. And they had all kinds of weird shit all over the place. Weird candles and stuff. Like, you're watching this film... Was it on a backdrop or was it on the wall? On the or? wall. Yeah, it was on the wall and there was a whole bunch of weird crap that you didn't want to get too close to because it looked... He's... Uh, Let me tell you something. Extreme. He's talent. what nightmares are made of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he's doing a film uh, society type festival thing. I guess, I'm not sure if it's a festival. It's a reoccurring like every month or two. Uh, it's called the Scapegoat Film Society. You should check them out on Facebook. I went to their first one. Fortunately, I'm out of, out of the province for the
2: next next one fortunately you're like i don't know oh, unfortunately have, i don't have anything to do with that so fortunately no. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> no.
0: i i want to see the next one he's, he's showing at alice and i saw that like a preview made for it is that his that's not his but his like the scapegoat film society is showcasing kind of odd stuff like that yeah where the last one i was there i can't remember the name of the film it wasn't in english and i, I guess i only read it once but yeah, I think I wanted to throw up
2: by the end of it. So yeah.
0: it's, a, it's a very effective film that he showed. Yeah, so this I,
2: Alice one, I saw a little bit of a preview and I was like, okay.
0: Yeah, that one I think I will throw up on. So I
1: actually highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks I good. mean, if you're going to throw up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, we got to get Torn on the show and talk to him a little bit about... <sighs>
0: <laughs> but yeah. I'd like to see his creative process and what it's like. It's very yeah, very cool stuff that he, he makes.
2: For sure. And like it or not, like really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Like very mm-hmm. creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah.
0: Freakishly talented. I remember like, years ago, I went back to my old high school at KCI and I went to our the film professor, the screen ed guy. And I was talking like, Oh, so is there any got any good talent uh, like in school mm-hmm. right now, any good stuff? And he said Torn Langen. So this is when Torn was still in school. I'm not sure how long ago this was. Yeah, I think I was just running my own business at that point. And so he's been a bit of a prodigy since forever, I guess. Since he picked up a camera.
2: I was, I was pretty excited to see, too. Uh, I was watching one of the short films, and I don't know what it's called. Malco. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But all of a sudden, I'm watching it, and, uh, and there's uh, Jenna Gagliardi on screen running around the forest. Mm-hmm. fighting bananas bananas so it was uh it was pretty excellent and that was that was Malko's foray into amazing russian horror it was pretty good actually
0: he was the last person to get me his final version of the film i wanted to <laughs> push him out of a window at near the end of it <laughs> just waiting for it because I, I saw his like his initial draft i was like yeah it's accepted on this merit but you need to get me the final one and just waiting for it like trying to pull my hair out <laughs> we got it like the last possible second but turned out I'm glad we got it in there thank you Melko. it's the, i'm in it that's for i think about half a second oh were
1: you okay yeah um, were you one of the bananas i was okay. for
0: for a, for this long <laughs> so.
1: and were you dressed as a banana for a whole day
0: i uh, only a couple hours i oh, think okay oh, so that's yeah. not
1: bad that's not, that's not a bad ratio
0: no i'm, I'm okay with it uh mm-hmm. mouth full of uh, it's like chocolate syrup. Chocolate blood? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it was great. That stuff is delicious. Try not to. I mean, You put a lot in my mouth. The name of the game was Don't Gag. But hey, you know how often you get to uh, wear a blood covered banana suit, right? For the name of art.
1: Not never. Bad. Never. Why I did you put I have never. Eh? <laughs> art. Well,
0: okay. Let me explain myself. I make, no fil- I make films. <laughs> I am not an artist (laughs) i make (laughs) crap but uh i know i know some people who also make crap want to be called artists but that's more
2: of my subjective opinion so so how long have you been working in film like tell us a little just uh uh huh i don't know um
0: seven maybe seven years that, that sounds right. I think my LinkedIn profile
2: knows better than I do. Oh, my mm-hmm. LinkedIn profile, amazing. <laughs> do you have a LinkedIn you're profile? Serious? Oh yeah. Oh, does is it all like Fable Forest Films? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Am mine either. <laughs>
0: it's been like my like I've loved it since I was a kid. I remember in uh, grade eight taking a tour through high school. Like this is where you're gonna go next year, and you walk past the screen ad. Uh, room and like oh you can take this as of like i think grade 10 and mm-hmm. i was ex- so excited so i've always had an extreme interest and i've been a film buff for most of my life a lot of like uh i have extreme sometimes extreme bouts of anxiety or i can't i don't really want to leave the house for for long periods of time so i'll just watch movies and i've been doing that as like a coping mechanism for ever yeah <laughs> so uh i've always wanted to be involved in movie making
1: in some way or another you find like some kind of comfort films give you a bit of comfort Uh, very much um
0: and it doesn't really matter how how good they are i still enjoy them i can always
1: find something to like for the most part you are like jason jason is the same way he generally finds something to like about everything
2: Hmm. malco except for godzilla
1: malco i heard yeah Mm. i don't like it i don't know if malco will ever find something that he likes
0: What do you think, Malcolm? If you're watching, you can feel to jump in at any time. <laughs> He's not watching. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, that's that's amazing. And give us like a little bit of a rundown of your filmography. What, you do? what do you yeah, do? What do you Tell you us do? a little bit of, about um, what you're working on.
0: Well, there's stuff I do for money, and there's stuff I do for fun. So amazing. For money, uh, right now, I've been a, a couple of years at uh, Desire to Learn, D2L. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I do, basically, if the word video is involved, I, I'm, in, I'm in charge of it myself and, and a co-worker. And uh, so, next week, I'm going to uh, British Columbia, and we're filming a couple clients there, and making, um call couple a uh, client success stories. So, it's cool. basically uh, talking heads with a lot of pretty B-roll, mm-hmm. you fly the drone around sort of stuff, and, and, make, and make those kind of videos, okay. or... Uh, fun stuff like sometimes we get oh they kind of let me do whatever for the halloween and holiday videos or a lot of right. internal and product marketing and, and stuff like that so that's my my bread and butter and i enjoy it very much because it is not having a large video team you kind of do a bit of everything mm-hmm. right so uh i'm happy to have to be working there um the stuff i really like uh making of course nobody would pay me for so and those are
1: what what are those
0: um they i've been described to me as uh uh Bit perverted, perverted with unintentional homosexual undertones. I don't know I'll why they turn. On, they don't. I don't intend them to turn out that way. They just seem to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well. Maybe actually my feature film is maybe a little more intended. Just kind of embrace it a little bit.
1: What what is the what is your feature film that you're working on right now?
0: Uh, the feature film is called Force Fury.
1: That's right. I saw your trailer just recently. Oh, thank it cool. looks awesome. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that
0: comes out in September if I get my act together and, and finish the editing. We got, I got a couple more scenes I want to shoot to put in there. Yeah. And uh,
1: so so can I just ask you about a, 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 Force Fury has a few people that we know in if I if I recall correctly. It does. I did not recognize your lead actor. I don't think is he a local man?
0: Matthew Masseau. Yep. He, oh yeah. Yeah, he is. Just okay. um, I just. I, just I, I basically picked. Uh, like he's a great actor, but I wanted someone who, in person, is the the complete opposite of our the lead character because Brick Force Fury mm-hmm. is a bigoted asshole mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the film, and Matthew was one of the sweetest men I know. Hey Brian. So, so it's it was uh, it's a great as exactly. much
1: contrast as possible exactly now can i just ask you because you work in video yeah and so you, all day you're working in video then your hobby also is kind of so when you get home at night and you're like oh i'm gonna put a couple hours into force fury after doing editing and shooting at your day job yeah does that do you think it do you think it slows you down
0: 100 percent. yes because
1: you, you're you like saturated with video you're like oh I don't want to I don't feel like editing right yeah.
0: now I'd say I, most days I come home the last thing I want to do is, is open premiere and, yeah. and start editing anything It's it's got to be right when I'm in the right headspace for it mm-hmm. so if I didn't have to do if it was like mostly meetings or something where I didn't get to do a lot of editing sure on weekends yeah. the day off here and there it's, i got to fit it in because if I'm not if I'm not in the mood to do it uh, I'm not going to do it because it's not going to turn out well because I'm not mm-hmm. Not primed for it. That You're makes not feeling it. Yeah, mm. and then, hell, it's my movie. If it if I had to delay another six months for release, well, then that's what happens. Yeah, but I, I'd like to get it. Just... Jason, <laughs> J-
1: if Jason was your producer, he'd, he'd freak out. Just give you a backhand <laughs> <Hurry> right now. Up. <laughs> up right now. <laughs> I He's want to not... strike you in the. face. I don't backhand
2: anyone on the first time we do a podcast. <laughs> <again>. <laughs>
0: But yeah, it, I, w- I want to get it out though, so I can move on to other things. Yeah. I have other ideas and other stuff I want to do.
1: This is this is primarily our issue. Also, is that an idea takes such a long time to 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 get to completion. Yeah. And you do have other ideas in the space of time that you're executing Force Fury. the three great ideas pop in. You know. Yep. And you can you flesh them out a little bit, and you're like, well, I suppose I'll do this when I have some time. Mm-hmm. So like, how what is the, how long has the the pros has been since the beginning. Um how long uh, have you been making Force Fury?
0: I shot started shooting Force Fury in October last year. Okay. Um, yeah, so it'll be like just under a year, I think, in, in production. With very large gaps in between of me not touching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it what would, it would have been done by now, um, if I had stuck with it. But when the stuff like the film festival comes up or traveling around for work and then you, know, you get home exhausted because like i travel a lot more for work now than i used to I should probably talking about that in my contract <laughs> it, it takes <laughs> it, uh, it it takes a lot out of you and uh i'm just tired and when i when i get home i i don't want to do anything mm-hmm. especially totally.
1: related to that i totally get that i totally yeah. get, you're like okay i'm just gonna sit yes do nothing for a bit
2: Exactly, Which feels good, man.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it does. It, it totally does. Yeah, you need it.
0: Yeah.
2: And what are some of the? Uh, 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 is there? Is there anything that uh, that people can jump out and take a peek at that that you have out in the world already? Yeah, I've got um, that you're proud of. <laughs> proud. That you're like, because I, sometimes I have, honestly,
0: I love showing people the stupid shit Do that you? I've made.
2: Uh, so we we have some friends that are like, I never want to show people this thing. Yeah. My approach is always like. Who gives a shit? Like, throw, throw out the stuff that you did before Mm -hmm. because it's where you were at that time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, you went from here to here to here. And like, you know, we we do this show, this is our 60th episode. We do it every two weeks so we've been doing it 120 weeks. Damn. Uh,
1: and, uh, we're not good at this. <laughs> we still suck the same. Right? We we're... have not improved where we, where we thought we would be. Yeah. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. We just chat with either ourselves or with
2: guests and we have a good time. Sure, we yeah. drink a beer and we talk about movies and what yeah. we're up to and all that kind of stuff, right? So, um, but yeah. Yeah. Hit us um, with some stuff. Hit okay. us with the garbage. Garbage.
0: My most recent pile of crap uh, <laughs> was, well, I mean, they're I think they're pretty well made for what they are. Uh, and was, I think the most recent one is called Addition, uh, like ODD-ish. And uh, it stars Mazurkovich, of course. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> it. I'm just kidding. It, it, it's, uh, it's someone additioning to join a biker gang through uh, pantomime who has mixed results, and to win them over, has to do something drastic. Uh, it's it's an, in a non-language. So anyone can watch. It.
1: <laughs> this the, it keeps getting more and more wild. Yeah. And like when you, when you told me, I was like, "Cool, pantomime. bag It's in a non layer You keep it keeps going.
0: <laughs> and uh, there is an excessive amount of pubic hair.
1: Okay. Copy okay. That. So that's. Copy a, that. that's I a, mean, a, the thing is, Mazurkovich. Yes.
0: Uh, well, did, well, he's we. He's a hairy beast. We needed more, so we uh-huh. brought we ha- we brought in extra hair. I'm wait
1: where did you bring? The extra hair from. Uh, Where did you wrangle extra pubic hair from? I'm not going to tell you. Here's This is what happened. <laughs> we had been planning this
2: with Murray Zerkovich for a year. <laughs> yeah, what he you... would do is he would grow it. We would shave it. We would yeah. put it on a... <laughs> We'd keep it in bags. <laughs> Individual doll hair. So we worked with a team of makeup artists.
0: I'll tell you about t- two more. <laughs> okay. Uh, one I'd made before that is called Shame of the Monkey with Matthew Masseau. It's a silent film. It's uh, a pseudo-art film uh, involving bananas turning into a gorilla and sacred love. Mm -hmm. Between... Between... uh, The bananas? Between uh, a monkey man and uh, an observer. The other film is called Drinking Challenge. It's about two hobos drinking booze for a crown. Hobos and uh, the challenge is like they out, they top each other by throwing up, increasingly disgusting things. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I star in that one because <laughs> it was a limited crew,
1: and everybody said no. Uh, well, <laughs> no, no, I I doubt anyway. people would say no. We would get on board for sure.
0: I will send you the links later. And uh, amazing. Sorry, no, that's it. they're going yeah. in our
1: show notes. Everyone, yeah, yeah. enjoy.
2: <laughs>
0: So, yeah, that, that's the kind of crap I make. Um, I, I don't usually make uh, words. Actually, yeah, there's no talking in any of them. Really? And Yeah, they're all silent. I add all the sounds later. I uh, shoot everything silently and just uh, just for the hell of it. Yeah. I think I just don't like screwing around with sound on set if I don't have to. It slows things down. It makes me crazy, and I always feel like I can do it better later. Uh, not with dialogue, but with uh, every other sound. Yeah. And it's a lot more. I want it to sound exactly like this at this exact second. So I just do sound mm. later. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. And what's your favorite? So I suppose if you were on a desert island, sure. And you had you could take three movies with you. This is our. This is this
2: is one of mm. our questions for all of our guests.
1: This is three, movies that you would watch over and over again.
0: Number one, Night of the Living Dead. I've watched that movie more than uh, I think any movie. Amazing. No one. No guest watched.
2: has ever chosen Night of the Living Dead. No. Go so on. It's
0: my favorite film. Uh, Miami Connection would be the next one. Oh. It is so much fun, and so so much heart was put into making something that is objectively terrible, mm-hmm. but s- spectacularly entertaining at mm-hmm. the same time. Those two are the easy ones. The third one. Sure, um,
1: I have not seen Miami Connection. So I haven't I, either.
0: I, is it is it
2: Gene Hackman? No, no, that's the French
0: Connection. It's really hard to get. Um, I had to pay someone in the States to buy it for me and then send it to me, and hopefully you just didn't take my money because they would not ship it
2: to Canada. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Why wouldn't they ship it to Canada?
0: I guess they don't have the rights or something. Uh I don't know. Uh But uh, I also ordered us posters, so I got the poster plaque that's in my living room, and it's huge, and it's fantastic. Amazing. Amazing had to do that I guess the third one would be The, the Thing John Carpenter's The Thing cool. that's my favorite uh, one of my favorite horror suspense and effects movies mm-hmm. so yeah that's that
2: so I, I'll say that uh, when Dan came down first of all uh, when I was chatting with him last night he wondered if this was an elaborate ploy to murder him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said well
1: right I mean, we will then murder
0: Aye, ah, that's the kicker there we go <laughs> it's a murder
1: then rape Oh, oh okay. more delicious that way. That the, I
2: knew the it. The order
1: is important. It's more terrible for Dan. No, it's not.
2: It's more it's terrible shame if on... it's rape first and then murder. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> he's, he's ready to get going, Like <laughs> I, Anyway. Um, but anyways, he came downstairs and Adrian was working in Premiere and Dan... Gave him some suggestions that hopefully will, yeah, yeah. will help us out. I did so. not know
1: that. I totally, I've totally totally been educated. Edumacated. Just super,
2: super quick. We're having weird problems with our exports for Art of Eight Limbs. Mm-hmm. And, um,
1: so we're just trying different things. Trying different things. Something is not talking to something nicely. So, hmm. uh, yeah, we're just trying different things. And we're going to... It's just taking some time. Because it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Because it's, it's like an hour, of, an hour of content. And it's just... Before
2: we wrap up, hmm. uh, I I heard of a book on the Joe Rogan podcast, so I picked it up, uh, The War of Art. Um, so I'm going to. It's all about like um, writing as a professional, mm-hmm. getting through writer's block, all that kind of stuff. Um, he recommended it. I'm going to give it a read, and, uh, and then I'll let you guys know what I think, um, and then I'll drop it off to you. Yeah. Um. So one other thing we should do. Let's do some film trivia. Oh, oh shit. Seeing oh, as Dan, Dan <laughs> mentioned that he's watched a lot of movies and he's amazing at this, so...
0: Now that now that I've hyped myself up, I can embarrass myself I mean in front we, of your audience.
2: We haven't done movie trivia in a long time, so... It has been a long time. I don't know. Here, here we'll just do two.
1: There you go. Thank there you, you go, Dan. What li- what three, are we going to do?
2: I think, are we doing T?
1: No. Sure. Okay. T or S? No, I think we're doing P. P? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Now, we're these on. this is like... These are also dated, so it's like from a scene game that is like... Well, okay, okay, Danny, I hear you. I'm, we're going to ask him in a minute. Okay. Pierce Brosnan's contract to play James Bond sta- uh, stated that he may not wear this on other films. Come on. May not wear this?
0: A tuxedo. Ah! Yeah,
1: okay. Is that right? Yeah, it's got to be a tuxedo, yeah. Tuxedo. One that
0: was a contract? That's weird
2: okay here we go but i get it all right yeah what Ugh. okay here we go what are the last names of the seven main crew members from the original star trek series
0: okay wait, wait wait. last names last names okay uh does spock have a last name okay it's spock uh chekov Uhura, uh mccoy uh kirk uh Oh, i forgetting. Two more. I need to see a picture. Oh, um, uh, Sulu. One Um, more. Um, who's not present in the ship right now? Is it like some red shirt or something?
2: No, but I will say that with a name... That was amazing. With a name like McCloud.
0: Oh, Scotty, sorry. Oh, wait, Scotty, what the hell was Scotty's last name? Scott. Was it Scott? Scotty Scott? No, Montgomery Scott. Okay, Scott, okay.
2: Okay. We're going to give that one to you. Well done. Sweet. Give you like
0: Thank a half you. a point.
1: That's there. fine. That was amazing. Okay. Right. Daniel, Dan, you're up.
0: All right, so what, which one number? P, P. all right. Uh, uh, for what film did Tom Hanks win his
1: first Oscar? Philadelphia. That's right. God.
2: That was quick. You've never seen that movie. No.
1: Name the person who created Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling? Yeah. That's the one. Mine Manwood. really easy.
2: Name name the wwf champion who appeared in the film the mummy returns
1: oh it's the guy who's huge right now Dwayne the Rock Johnson that is correct is that that's where he that's, that's like was the beginning and it was so i thought it was so strange i haven't seen it but i thought it was so strange because it was so reminiscent of arnold schwarzenegger's beginnings of conan i was like it's like the same
2: thing they like mm-hmm. gave him a
1: sword took off his shirt made him a warrior and away we go mm. so i just i just saw the parallels between those two guys and they were both huge so if you're really huge and muscly you should totally do a movie with a sword they were you're like a barbarian
0: yeah all right now get on that i just gotta get huge and muscly <laughs> and get and a sword and <laughs> then i'm all set i oh to make
2: the movie it's gonna be a long road.
0: <laughs> you got blood on the ceiling how did he jesus man no. that was, impressive. That was...
1: That was like the the exit wounds.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: The knife coming out. It was yeah, it was a murder circle. Yeah, nice. don't tell
2: anybody. Okay. Yes. But Stop we're secret. in the room where someone died and shifted. This would mean. There's still blood on the, <laughs> everywhere. It's it's quite impressive.
0: All okay. oh, right, last one. This is an easy one. Uh, what movie's subtitle is How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb?
1: Um Stanley Kubrick. Uh what's it called? How am I going to stop worrying. Uh, shoot, Doctor Strange glove. That's right. Shoot.
2: I mean, I think in this round, Adrian is the wiener. I think so. Congratulations. Okay, hey. I did get I did get one question from the the uh, peanut gallery. Hmm. Um, talk to Dan about his spook show ideas.
0: Oh, the spook show. Right. I uh, forgot about that. So uh, we might be doing this in October, or we might put it off for another time i'm uh, gonna do a a classic spook show probably at the original so we'll start off we'll have like a freak show or and or a magician at the beginning at the original uh the princess mm. and uh so that'll be fun i hope we can get a freak show i got a lead out on that looking into it and then oh. and then uh, basically an interactive uh movie so we'll probably show something like the tingler with vincent price one of those movies where they actually yell at the audience, mm-hmm. or you rig up chairs to vibrate, and you have actors freak mm-hmm. out in the middle of the movie, stuff like shit flying across mm-hmm. the theater, shit flying almost, across almost, the theater, yeah. almost
1: like a yeah, like it, like you, like almost theatrical and like a yeah.
0: yeah, but super super campy and and fun and
2: lighthearted. That's cool. That sounds fun. Yeah. The the original princess, uh, safe.
0: Um, yes. So, I'm not sure. So in,
2: in Kitchener Waterloo. Um, there's, there's a princess cinema, um, downtown Waterloo and then same, same owner or different owners, same owner opened the princess twin right on the main, main drag, Mm -hmm. um, that has a double theater. And, uh, this year there was a little bit of,
0: yes, the, uh, what happened, uh, the lease owner, so people at the who there came, uh, came up and were like, okay, you're gone in a month. Uh, you have no room to negotiate. Uh, we are giving the place to a VR, uh, company to do VR stuff. Bye. Oh my God, I love VR. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so what came out of nowhere cause they've been like over 30 years of business with, um, with that lease owner. And then that mm-hmm. got out to the public and the public was fucking outraged mm-hmm. and, uh, basically ripped her and her business to shit like online uh, big public outcry, uh, and then she buckled. I was like, "Okay, uh, we were actually just kidding." There is no VR place. Uh,
1: really? Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it's, it's they interesting. Had bu- I didn't realize they
0: had
2: buckled. I have only oh, seen one thing at the original Princess, so I feel like a hypocrite hmm. um, because I I just have never been to the original Princess. Yeah. I I've been one time. I I've been once since I've been here. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't really r- realize that they. showed things on a regular basis they do
0: it's it's their their more experimental more art house kind of stuff that's where they can take risks that's what they've been doing since they opened Uh, they took it over it was abandoned for years and before that it was a porno theater so hopefully they replace the covers on the seats
1: (laughs) but uh, have they replaced who knows
0: but yeah so then john took it up and, and uh made it what it is that's really cool yeah
1: so where can people follow you? Where can people see what you're doing? Where can people s- get in touch? Uh,
0: I'm Probably through the Force Fury page or the Kitchener Waterloo Film Festival page, um, both on Facebook. I, like I have a website for um, KWFF, which is it's awful, and I don't put any effort into it. So Facebook mm-hmm. is definitely the way to go. That.
2: Speaking of awful websites... I don't know if you guys have seen the Fable Forest Films website, but it is completely borked. Remember we talked about yeah. making a change. We did that. We're on our way to something better, but right now it's garbage. It's it's caca. So I think it's completely broken. All, All right. right. Well, yeah. thanks, thanks, thanks very much, Dan. Right. For Thank coming you for coming in, out and meeting us having and me. uh, and and being on the show. And uh, Thanks everyone. We will. Uh, I don't know. I kind of I enjoy doing the Facebook Live version. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, our Facebook followers get it and then we released iTunes, uh, later on. Yeah. Uh, now I will tell you, um, we're going to see how this goes, but there is a very good chance we're actually doing another Facebook live on thir- this Thursday. So a couple, two days from now, um, with a really cool guest and we're going to, uh, we're going to hold off until Thursday to release the name of said guest, uh, but, uh, you know, it's a person who probably most people will have heard of. Ooh, mystery show. Yeah, mm-hmm, very cool. Really. So pretty exciting. And uh, we'll release names and and times and things like that as soon as we
1: can. So, uh, right. everyone, dream big. Work hard. Right. Cheers.
2: Thanks for watching First Frames First.
1: Yes. First Frames First. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our phones and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials,
2: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.